Thanks for subscribing to the One Cause podcast. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing, so we believe that the more you hear these truths, the more they will benefit your life. Remember, all it takes is believing it. Hey, church family. We're so excited to be here with you at Church at Home. Church at Home. And why do we do this? Well, we did it because we wanted to say thank you to our dream team, which is our serving family at our church at both of our locations. We wanted you guys to have the Sunday off as a thank you and appreciation for all that you do, all that you pour into our house all throughout the year. Hopefully you're getting to relax and rest and be with your family today. And um, yeah, I mean, I think it's just really important. God says that if we build his house, he will build ours. And you guys are so faithful to build the house of God. And so we want this to be a time of you getting to build with your families, right? In, yeah. And in I'm hoping, I'm hoping personally that we're sitting on the couch eating cinnamon rolls yeah. or quiche or something like that. And, mm. and we My hope mom that makes for you a too. really good quiche. Delicious. Yeah. We had some last week, mm-hmm. but we hope that for you as well. And, and really hope that you just have a relaxing week. It is the last week of the year. Can you yeah, believe I it? I wanted to say snuggled up on, under a blanket. I think I did, but I, but it's also hot. It's going to be like 80. Yeah. What is that about? Sunday? I don't know. What's, what is up Christmas? I don't know. I don't know. But, d- but do you weather. love this talk show style that we got going, <laughs> working off one another? <laughs> Good morning, Jim. How are you today? What's the weather like today? Yeah. Praise the Lord. No. So yeah, it's being, it's the last Sunday of the year. Yep. Which is hard to believe that. Yeah, and 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 obviously that's moving from one moving from 2021 to 2022. I cannot believe it. it's crazy. Man. But it's literally the ending of something and the beginning of something new. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're going to talk about today is Jesus being your alpha and your omega. Yeah. Yeah, it's so awesome to think like all throughout our life in every moment mm-hmm. we have beginnings and endings happening all the time. You know, I just had a thought and now I have another thought, right? Yeah. There's all these times throughout life that something is ending and something new is beginning over and over and over again. But what is so powerful is that Jesus says that he is Alpha and Omega. He is the beginning and the ending for our lives. And there's so much power in those two names. And Pastor Derek and I just want to share with you and hopefully really encourage you going into this new year and this new season that no matter what the ending of this year looks like for you, Jesus can still come into those places and be your alpha and your omega. Yeah, it's really it's it's really hard for sometimes for our minds to to uh, be wrapped to wrap themselves around this thought because. We think things like, well, Jesus is with me in the beginning and he'll be with me in the end. Mm-hmm. But we don't think that he is with us in the, in the beginning and the ending all at the same time. He's with us in all of the different beginnings and endings throughout every our life. Every single moment, yeah. every single beginning, every single ending. That's and funny because the other day, oh, sorry to sorry. interrupt you. <laughs> the other day, Max said to me, mom, when did Jesus begin? When did God, when was God created? And I was able to share with him, I'm like, He's always been. He was the beginning. And that's that's hard to wrap your head around, but that just shows the amazingness of who God is, that he always has been and he always will be. And to me, that's reassurance right? Um, of who we are because of how magnificent our God is and that in our times um, of beginnings and endings that he is Alpha and Omega, that we have the... Um, 
the amazing gift of Jesus being right. in our beginnings and in our endings all at the same time. In Revelation, there are several different times that Jesus says, I am Alpha and Omega. I am the beginning and the end. I am the first and the last. And what's amazing about that, like Pastor Derek said, is not just that he is Alpha and then way later he'll mm -hmm. be Omega. No, it says I am. And that means that right here, right now, in this very moment, he is both of those things. Right. He is Alpha and Omega. And so um, we want to help you because a lot of the times throughout our life, we go through things and endings happen. Mm -hmm. And man, they don't feel good. And some of them aren't good. Yeah. There are endings that happen in our life. I've experienced recently some endings that were very hard. But if you determine to allow Jesus to come into those endings and then bring in a beautiful new beginning, mm -hmm. you, you're going to see some really incredible promises come to pass in your life because of that. Right. And so uh, we'll start today in mm -hmm. Revelation chapter 1, verse 8. I just want to read this because yeah. it kind of is... is really the foundation, the beginning of these of this thought. And Jesus says, I'm I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. And that what you said a second ago is everything is he says, I am. Yeah. Not I was or I will be, but all at the same time, I am always the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Yeah, that Alpha and Omega is it it means um together mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. united or all at once. Yes. All at once he is this. And that is a an incredibly powerful thought to me. Yeah. Um and so you know, here's what can happen whenever things mm -hmm. uh endings come, new beginnings start, maybe some new beginnings that you didn't really want or mm -hmm. endings that you didn't really want or whatever it might be. There's an there's a thing that can happen in that where the enemy can come in. Right. And he wants to be the beginning and the ending. He wants to be the one that comes into those endings and causes um, hurt and causes pain mm -hmm. to come in the ending. Um, the Bible says that he goes about as a roaring lion, mm -hmm. seeking whom he may devour. He is looking for opportunities to be the ending. And I want to encourage you today to not let him do that. And and we want to show you in Scripture how this has been happening since before the beginning of time as we know it. The enemy has been looking to sit on the throne mm -hmm. that Jesus is meant to sit on. And we want to show you in Isaiah 14, uh, 12 through 14, how the enemy has been trying to usurp the authority that Jesus has in, in, in the world and in our lives. Um, it says, how are you fallen from heaven? O Lucifer, son of the morning. So we know Lucifer now as Satan. Mm -hmm. Um, how you how you are cut down to the ground how you how uh, you who weaken the nations for you have said in your heart i will ascend into heaven i will exalt my throne above the stars of god i will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north i will ascend above the heights of the clouds i will be like the most high so from the beginning of time he has wanted the throne that is right. god's throne yeah which is the throne that Jesus sits mm -hmm. on in our hearts. And, and you can see that he talks about the mount of the congregation. What is the mount of the congregation? It's the church. Sure. He wanted to be the head of the church. He wanted to be the head of our lives. And we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You are the church of the living God. And so he wanted to sit on the throne of your heart. Yeah, and he, he wants to, to take have the, authority. He wants to take the place of Jesus mm -hmm. in your heart. He wants to take the place and he wants to sit. The enemy wants to sit 
with you in that dark place, mm-hmm. in that disappointment, in that bitterness, so that the the uh, omega or the ending begins a new beginning in the wrong way. Yeah, that's what the enemy is trying to do. Yeah, and we see this actually uh, the, a way to um, to remind ourselves. The scriptures remind us who God is, and yeah. so it's important for us to remember and for you to remember today that God is with you. Jesus is with you in yeah. these endings and these beginnings. That's right. And we see this in Psalm forty-eight. Uh, verses 1 and 2, and it says, um, Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in his holy mountain, beautiful in in elevation. The joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion on the sides of the north, the city of the great king. And it's just a reminder that Mount Zion is the church. This is us. It's the Old Testament uh, title for the church, as we know in the New Testament, Mount Zion. And Zion is on the inside of you. And inside of you is the city of the great king. Jesus mm-hmm. is sitting on the throne of your heart as the church of the living God. So um, it's just a, a great reminder. Hebrews says that Mount Zion, like I said, is the Old Testament name for the New Testament church. And Zion is in our hearts. Um, and the enemy wants nothing more than to dethrone Jesus yeah. in your hearts in these moments that we go through where endings happen. Sometimes, like I said, forced beginnings. Mm-hmm. But if you allow Jesus into these endings, if you put him on the throne of your heart during these hard times, during things uh, coming to an end and new things starting, then you're going to see God's love, God's grace, and his glory in your life. We Glory happens in our life whenever we allow Jesus to sit on the throne. Yeah, and I love, I just want to say uh, at the beginning of that scripture passage, I love the fact that the psalmist says, great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Mm-hmm. And that's really just us remembering who he is yeah. and what he does and, mm-hmm. and what he isn't. Yeah. Because what he isn't is basically everything that encapsulates the enemy. That's right. And so it's important for us to remember that. But God responds to this uh, in the book of Isaiah in such a beautiful mm-hmm. way by telling the people who he is. Mm-hmm. And he says in verse in chapter 48, verse 17, thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord, your God. I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. It's an example of God reminding his people, this is who you should listen to. I care for you. Yeah. I love you. I want to be in your life. I want to be in your beginnings and your endings. That's right. And it goes on to say in 9 and 10 of Isaiah 46, remember the former things of old. So remind yourself, Mm -hmm. remind yourself of who God is and what he has done in your life. That is so, so important when you're walking through things, when you're walking through things coming to an end and, and beginnings happening, like God was with me here. God was with me here. God did this here. Um, but it says, remind yourself of the former things for I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, things that are not yet mm-hmm. done, saying that my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. See, Jeremiah 29, 11 says that he knows the plans that he has for you to give you a future and a, hope. and a hope. So no matter what is ending in your life, remind yourself, God is, this is what God has done for me. This is what God declares for me. The plan that he has for me is good and not evil to give me a future and a hope. So even in those endings, that allows you to say, Lord, I put you back on the throne of my heart. Right. Even in this moment where I'm hurting, I trust you. I trust you with my heart. I trust you with this ending. And I trust you with 
the new beginning. Um, most of you know this, but uh, last year in 2021, or 2020. 2020, last year. 2021. Uh, 2020, uh, my dad passed away. And I remember some specific moments on that journey where I could see the ending coming Mm -hmm. and it it was very difficult to watch, um, what was happening to my dad, um, what was being taken from him and then essentially taken from, from our family. And I had some really, really strong talks with the Lord and it, and it was just of a, a coming from a place of Lord in this ending, that I am seeing happening, that I have no control over, I am trusting you that what my dad has taught me my whole Mm -hmm. life is that you're good yeah, and that you only do good. And so what I'm believing is that as this ending happens, that I have a new beginning. And this new beginning is an opportunity for me to see you in a way that I've never seen you. Not not in a way that says you're, you've disappointed me, but to, in a way that says you have shown me your love in a way that I have never known it before because I was willing. And listen, it took me a while to get to that place. Mm-hmm. It was not easy. It wasn't easy because something that was ending in my life was this uh, having a dad who loved me and was always there for me and, and was this incredible mentor to me. I was losing that. It was an ending and I didn't have any control over it. But in determining to say, God, I want you to be in my ending. I want you to show show up in my ending so then you can show me how to begin again. Mm-hmm. And he did. He showed up so big. And, and one of the things that I want to say to you is that as all of that was happening in my life, what I've begun to see is that God loves me uh, so deeply. <laughs> so deeply like the dimensions of his love i still know i don't have even a clue of what that looks like but i i've been able to peek into a deeper part of god's love for me as his child i'm seeing god as my father now more than i ever have this new beginning of this new relationship with him you know when my when my dad was getting really sick and and when he passed away my different people would say to my mom like why are you not mad mm-hmm. at god like, how could he let this happen? And that's the thing. That's where the enemy comes in. Right. And let me just take a minute to say this. Um, when something is ending or something has ended, the enemy can sound like this. Why would God let this happen to you? How could God do this to you? Or where was God? Where was God? And this is where the enemy wants to try to come in and be Omega. Mm-hmm. He wants to take that ending and he wants to twist who God is to you. And he wants to send you on a path that is, that is dark, mm-hmm. a path of depression or sadness or even guilt mm-hmm. or shame, whatever it might be. It, the enemy, he's, he's sly. And sometimes he comes in ways that seem like, you know, uh, people's hearts are in the right place. I'll just say mm-hmm. that. But truly, it's him wanting you to question who God is. He did it from the beginning of the of time mm-hmm. with Adam and Eve. He said, "Who's who? who uh, you know, what? I'm sorry, I'm trying to remember." Has God said? Has God said? <laughs> yeah, he said to Adam and Eve, "Has God said?" And and this is what the enemy does in these moments. He tries to come in and say, "How could God let this happen mm-hmm. to you? Why would God take your dad from you?" And he'll sit with you for as long as you allow mm-hmm. it. He'll sit with you there. Right. And the thing is, you have to know that you know that you know that God is good. And only good things come from God. So when these endings happen, 
when these endings happen and they don't happen the way that you thought that they should have, and you don't understand what happened, you can still trust God. You can still trust that he's good. You can trust that he's going to see you through that ending and that he's going to have a beautiful new beginning for you. And it might be a small beginning and we're going to get into that, but trust him in, in that, that God's plans for you are good. And that no matter what the enemy brings to see, the Bible says in John 10, 10, that the enemy is who comes to still kill and destroy. Mm-hmm. But it's God who came that we might have life and that more abundant. He has given us all things that pertain to life. And so allowing him to come into those endings and bring life back to them, you're going to see some incredible things happen in your life. I know that I have yeah. over the last year. So good. Yeah, so so allow Jesus to be there. Yeah. Allow him to not be dethroned from your heart mm-hmm. by the enemy. And so that's a perfect transition into the second point, which mm-hmm. is which is simply kind of the opposite thought of what we were just talking about, yeah. which is allow your response to be to a beginning determining your ending, right? Mm-hmm. Your response to a beginning determines your ending because what you what you see that beginning as will lead you down that road with the Lord mm-hmm. and and allow you to to come to his ending, really. Right. I think the ending that he has for you. Which is hopeful. Which is good. And good. Just hope. <laughs> and so you got to be careful, like you said, mm-hmm. that you don't despise small beginnings because sometimes we, uh, I, I believe, actually, n- none of the time God shows us the end result. Never. Never. He, yeah. he doesn't ever show us the end result. Well, because it's a walk of faith. It's all about process. It's all about trust and process. Yeah, yeah. and we'll get there in a second. Yeah. But I want to read Zechariah chapter 4, verse 10 in the New Living says, Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. Mm. The Lord rejoices to see the work begin. And so this is the process. And it's all so very important about your perspective when the beginning starts. And just knowing deep in your heart that the Lord is with you. He's going to be with you the whole way. He has good things, like you said. You have a future. You have a hope. And keeping those things in your mind as you move forward into this new beginning mm-hmm. determines everything about your ending. I remember when we moved to uh, to the Metroplex yep. many, many years ago. We we were, we were blessed and able to build uh, our our first home in, in Anna, Texas. Anna, Texas, and it was a, a cute little house. and And I remember we would drive by. Uh, and see our lot, the lot that we had paid a lot of money for. <laughs> and we would see one day just dirt there all over the ground and some things moved moved away. And then, you know, a few days later, a week later, there would be trenches dug mm-hmm. and that's all that was there. And I, and we would we would think, man, this is going so slow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see any progress. What is happening? Like we, it, it could, be, could have been a point of frustration. But then a few days later, we would see some plumbing laid. Mm-hmm. And then a few days later, we would see uh, the rebar, the, the steel uh, foundation mm-hmm. um, put down. And then, you know, a week or two later, the cement foundation poured on mm-hmm. top of that. And I will that, never forget that. When we stood on that. Yeah, that was awesome. The, the day we got to go out there and stand on the foundation of our house, we were even like, this feels kind of small. Yeah. Like, you know, we, because we couldn't see the fullness of right. what was happening. Um, but to be able to stand on that foundation after all that time of all of these things being laid that we couldn't really see, 
uh, to be able to stand on that foundation was so cool. Yeah, and then and then finally to walk in. I do remember. I don't remember everything in life, but I do rem- mm-hmm. do remember that day when we walked in that house mm-hmm. for the first time and swung the door open and yeah. thought just to think a few mo- short months ago mm-hmm. this was dirt. Yeah. This was nothing and that progression to us didn't seem fast enough. Yeah. If that makes sense to you. It didn't quite seem fast enough. But when we walked in and saw the end result, we saw that ending, we realized, oh, this, it was worth it all. And the process was beautiful, mm-hmm. right? And so interestingly, the, the verse right before Zechariah 4.10 is what? 4.9. Nah. It's 4.9. And it says, so verse 9 says, the hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this temple and his hands, his hands shall also finish it. Mm. Then you'll know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. And I think that's amazing because it not only says that his hands have laid the foundation, but his hands will also finish it. I think, you know, as you were saying that, I think that's part of the reason why God doesn't show us the ending. Because we would want to put our hands to it and finish it. Our hands. Right. Our strength, our might. Yeah. But in just showing us the beginning, showing us the foundation, and then... A sitting back mm-hmm. and watching him build it, watching him be the one to finish it is what's so important. Which is a walk of faith. I mean, if Pastor Derek and I had tried to, after the foundation was laid, said, okay, we got it from here, guys. It would have been, it would have fallen even, over it in a week. It would have been terrible. It would have been yeah. awful. The first gust of wind would have brought it down. <laughs> it comes in trusting the people who, who you mm-hmm. have entrusted to, mm-hmm. to do the building, and that's mm-hmm. Jesus. Right. And so a couple of scriptures that that link right up with this thought that are so powerful in the New Testament are Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good mm-hmm. the, to those who love God, those who are called according to his purpose. So you know mm-hmm. that his, the foundation he's laid is going to bring you to the end result that is good. Yeah. Right? No matter what shows up in the way, no matter what presents itself in front of you, as you walk through this life, as you walk through this, down this road, this, this, mm-hmm. this, uh, this street called faith yeah. that you know you're heading somewhere good. That's right. Right. And also Second Peter 1 verse 2 says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and, and of our Lord Jesus as his divine power has given to us all things yes. that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. God, that's so yeah, beautiful. So good. And, and I also think about, um, you know, he who began a good work <clears throat> right. is faithful to complete it. Faithful to complete it. He's faithful to complete it. If you give him the small beginning and you don't despise it, meaning like you see the value Mm -hmm. of the small beginning instead of saying, this isn't worth anything. That ending messed my life up and where I'm at now is not worth anything. That's not true. Right. If you can take the small beginning that God is giving to you, um, then, and see the value of it and see the worth, what God has for you there, Mm -hmm. man, so good. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, and and really, you know, as we finish up today, one of the main thoughts here is the thought about a moment mm-hmm. and and how powerful moments are. Like you said, moments actually can make or break. Yeah, moments can make or break. And so because because days turn into weeks in our lives, and weeks into months, months into years, and years into decades, mm-hmm. and if we don't see the moments for what they are. Yeah we can lose sight of those decades of Mm -hmm. our lives. We can lose, we can have a wrong view of God. We can have a wrong view of our history, the things that we've encountered ourselves ourselves. and, and things can just be twisted. I love that Mm -hmm. word that you used earlier. They're, they're twisted by the enemy because he's always wanting you to lose confidence, 
to mm-hmm. doubt yourself, to doubt what's going on in your life. And that takes you further and further away from God, mm-hmm. separates you from God. Yeah. But really, it all starts with a moment. And, and honestly, today, today may be your moment. Yeah. Today may be the moment that you need to realize, wow, he is in this ending mm-hmm. and it's going to be a good beginning yeah. because I'm going to allow him to be there. Yeah. I mean, maybe there are some things right now in your life. Maybe you've been holding on to unforgiveness towards somebody for years and it's caused bitterness to take root in your heart or, or maybe, you know, you've held on to shame or guilt about something in your life that, that you've done or that happened to you. And I just want to say, let today be the ending of unforgiveness and the beginning of a new life of freedom from that. Let today be the ending of guilt and shame and a new life of God's grace and his love. Like allowing Jesus to say, God, I'm giving you this ending. Mm -hmm. I'm choosing for this to not be part of my life anymore. And I thank you that you're going to take this ending and bring healing. And then you're setting me up Mm -hmm. for my new beginning. Yeah. And and as we close one, one last uh, story in First Samuel chapter 17 is is the amazing story that even the world knows outside the church, which mm-hmm. is David versus Goliath. Yeah, right. And David's David's up against a professional killer, a yeah. mercenary, a man who is probably twice his size in height and stature, mm-hmm. and who's trained, who who has weapons for warfare, who who dis, does this for a living, who kills for a living, and. And it's amazing to see that that David saw his process. Yeah. Right. He saw the process that God had brought him through. Other people didn't see him mm-hmm. for what he was, but he had referenced back in this book saying, "You know, I I've killed a lion. God has, yeah. God I've has killed a me. bear. Yeah. Because God is with me. Yeah. And that's all I need. Yep." Yeah, he reminds himself of the process. See, David was not even supposed to be right. in the sheep fields. That was something that normally the servants, the servants did. did. But because, and there's a lot to that story, and we'll do a sermon on that one day, but his family did not see him for right. for who he was. And and so much so that it, that when Samuel came to anoint him, they didn't even bring David. He's, they left Samuel him out. had to ask for David. But the amazing thing is, is the, and, and, and some of the time I think that, that we, we, have things happen in our life where maybe we don't feel like we've been seen by people mm-hmm. or, or, or we've been treated unfairly. But even in that place, this is where I want to encourage you, even in that place where David was treated unfairly, he was put in a place by his family that he didn't deserve, he still saw God in that process. Mm-hmm. He still d- decided to see that no matter what this beginning looks like, this is small and it, and, and it was not his, um, purpose destiny. Mm -hmm. There was purpose in it. Yeah. God had purpose for him there. He said, God was with me there. He recognized that God was with him and he delivered him from the lion and he delivered him from the Mm -hmm. bear. And because of that, because God was with him in the place that, that was hard, Mm -hmm. Uh, he was also with him whenever he launched him into his destiny. Yeah, and he chose to see that mm-hmm. because he, could, if anyone had a, a, a chance to say, you know, that he despised his small beginnings, he did. Mm-hmm. And he didn't choose that. He yeah. chose to see that God was with him. He yeah. chose to see that God had purpose, yep. and that even where he started wasn't wouldn't be where he finished. Yeah, right. That's right. He, and that God was with him. And so today, I want you to determine that. Um, 
that you'll embrace the small beginnings and really trust God's process. Yeah. And just knowing beyond the shadow of a doubt that Mm -hmm. he's with you, that he's for you, that he's working something for good behind the scenes in the midst of wherever you you are today, he is for you and he loves you and he's bringing you along to his planned purpose, that ending that is good. Yeah. Um, I think about our time uh, when from McKinney, the Lord launched us to Dallas. Dallas. And, um, you know, we didn't have much. (laughs) Thankfully, uh, Pastor Eric and Heather let us take a few people with us, and there were a handful of people. Sowed some people. That were at the church, um, Christ for the Nation Mm -hmm. students. Um, But it was a very small beginning. And that particular scripture, Mm -hmm. Pastor Derek and I stood on. We were like, we're not going to despise this. We're going to be grateful for this, that God has entrusted this into our hands. And, I, you know, truly, it, it helped me so much to say, to see it in a way that was like, man, thank you, God, for, mm-hmm. for seeing us. Right. I, we see the value of this. We see the worth in this small beginning and what you're doing, not only in our lives, but in other people's lives because of this small beginning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've seen so many things and that, that could go, we could talk about that it's forever. Beautiful. Of what God has done just because we were willing to embrace the small beginning. Right. Yeah. Right. And so... So really what we want you to, to remember today when, we, when we're ending is, is this, that uh, he's with you mm-hmm. in the ending just as much as he is with you in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And this is, uh, you know, 2,000 years ago when Jesus said on the cross, it is finished, there was an ending. Yep. And what ended was the separation between man and God. That's right. And what began was the Brought, being brought into the family of God and mm-hmm. the, the opportunity for eternal life. It's so good. It's such an amazing ending and beginning all at the same moment. As soon as he said it is finished and gave up his body, gave up himself, that ending and that beginning all at the same time started something new. I think about when you were saying that, that scripture that says that Jesus was the firstborn of many mm-hmm. brethren. He didn't despise the small beginning that he was the first one because many were coming after the fact and now we look back in history in 2000 years who knows how many lives how many people are in heaven how many people are on earth that are part of this family that is so big and so vast because jesus was willing to do to do the ending and the beginning i think that was uh, really one of the most powerful statements of faith that we've ever seen mm-hmm. is uh, is God saying He was the firstborn born among many brethren. Yeah. Because there is no guarantee that anyone mm-hmm. would believe. Yeah. But God laid Him out as a sacrifice, in believing that people would say, "I yeah. need that. I receive that. That's so good. That's a, a new day for me." Yeah. So, and so good. man, I love that thought. <laughs> so you know, take the opportunity right now to say, Jesus. I'm giving you this ending. Maybe today's an ending for you. Maybe this year, this season, maybe something is coming to a close. And say today, Jesus, I want you here with me. I put you on the throne of my heart. I don't give any room for the enemy, for for destruction, for for doubt, for um, anything that would keep you where the enemy wants you, even moving out of this season mm-hmm. into what God has for you to this new beginning. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to uh, Pastor Jesse the other day, and we were just saying, you know, the, the, the promise that we have is that God is good. So in knowing that, 
whenever you're going coming out of a season or an ending that is not good, okay, well, this wasn't God, but God, come into this place mm-hmm, right. and bring good. And then help me to see your path, the new beginning that yeah. you have for me, Alpha and Omega, Jesus being on the throne of my heart. Right, and, and what's so beautiful is right now our church is in, is in an, an Alpha and Omega moment. Yeah. Right? I mean, <laughs> honestly, um, just at the end of August, uh, McKinney and Dallas both had an Omega moment where, where church that we, you know, like we we had, as we knew it ended Mm -hmm. and, and we just trusted God that this was a good ending and that we saw something beautiful in the future and where these two churches would become one and become one house with two rooms. And so now we're in the middle of this alpha moment where there's this beautiful new beginning Mm -hmm. uh, of families coming together, working together, worshiping together, and and bringing hope and this gospel message to two different parts of the Metroplex and beyond. Yeah, so we're so excited that you are part of this alpha moment, that we got to all be part of... um, Really, there was this ending, like you mm-hmm. said, that happened of church as we knew it. But in that, Jesus was in that. Right. God was in that Omega moment so he could bring us into this Alpha moment together as a church family. So we're really excited that y'all are on this journey with us. And we want you to say, we want to say to you, we don't despise it. Right. We are so excited. We see so much value and so much worth in what Jesus is doing through our church. And so we want to say, come alongside us, come along, come alongside us to build on this foundation that has been laid, um, to, to see this small beginning turn into something really incredible and miraculous together. Yeah. Because we see a a wonderful, amazing, beautiful future as a church. And uh, what we want to tell you today, as we close up is is get ready for Vision Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's always the the last Sunday of January for our church. Mm-hmm. So do whatever you have to do. Mark your calendar. Tell tell work you need off. Whatever you, you need to do, have to be there. You got to be there the last Sunday in January because we're going to lay out the vision that God's given us to move into this next year and honestly mm-hmm. the next two or three years mm-hmm. uh, as as this the Lord is speaking to us and we're so excited for this new fresh vision. Yeah, do whatever you have to do to be there. Do whatever you have to do to get a friend or a family member yeah. there. Because where God is taking us, Pastor Derek and I are just we're on the edge of our seats. We're just super excited about where God is taking our church. So be there to hear all about it on Vision Sunday, the last Sunday of January. And with that, yeah. we just want to say we love you. Happy day after Christmas, and we will see you soon. We'll see you soon. Have a great (laughs) weekend. Bye-bye. Enjoying the podcast? If you want more, you can always visit One Cause Church on YouTube and Facebook to watch full services.